Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. This is a podcast where I share practical and simple scientific techniques to help you take back control of your mental health and your life. Uncertainty is a certainty in life. So we need to learn to become comfortable with the uncomfortableness of not knowing. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about why we hate uncertainty, why we feel so much discomfort with uncertainty, and how to become comfortable with uncertainty and to use it to our advantage. But before we begin, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in once again to listen to my podcast. And a big thank you to everyone who's left a review. If you liked today's episode, I'd love to hear your thoughts and on what resonated with you. And I'd love to hear any feedback, questions, comments. Also, one last thank you to everyone who has shared this podcast with friends and family and on social media. Keep listening and keep sharing. Looking for the ideal, on-the-go, super delicious, brain-boosting snack? Then you need to try Super Fat Nut Butters, my favorite go-to snack. Right now, I'm snacking on some apple slices with the Super Fat Protein Nut Butter spread on top. Delicious. The healthy fats, carbs, and protein really help me stay focused, full, and energized so I can power through hours of podcasting and research. Super Fat Nut Butters are certified keto and paleo. Ready to take your snack game to the next level? Well, Superfat is offering a special discount just for my listeners. Get 15% of your order when you use the code DRLEAF at checkout. Just go to superfat.com and use the code DRLEAF at checkout. The link will also be in the show notes. When we're going through a tough time, it's natural to want to find the easiest route out of it. We just want to eliminate ambiguity and uncertainty. We kind of want to know what works up front. A formula that tells you what to do and guarantees that if we do this, if we apply this formula, if we follow this formula, we will succeed. We want this clarity up front, the steps up front. This is what I'm going to do and this is what's going to happen. Why do you think the self-help movement is so successful? However, any kind of successful doing has to be supported by embracing the uncertainty in all its scariness and ambiguity and messiness because inside this is the solution. Inside this is the way forward. It's not clear cut and actually that's how we find our unique organic step-by-step progression because it's not clear cut. It's by diving in and doing and being that we start finding the step-by-step progression. It's almost as though inside the misery is the happiness. I mean, that sounds so weird, but it's inside that misery of the uncertainty. We will find the happiness. We will find the peace. We will find the answers. doesn't mean it's not going to be rough going through, but we'll get there. 
Uncertainty actually stimulates us to rise to the challenge. And this type of being, this rising to the challenge, this facing the uncertainty, means we've got to look inward. We've got to accept and embrace the discomfort of not knowing what it brings with it. We've got to introspect. We've got to examine and wonder and ask and answer and discuss. You see, when we walk into uncertainty, it's very illuminating because it helps us facilitate the reconceptualization process. The reconceptualization process is this seeing things from another angle, this rethinking in another way, getting another perception, redesigning a situation. You see, immensely trying times can have hidden dimensions that we may miss if we don't accept all the uncertainties. As I've said, when we embrace and accept and face and dive into that uncertainty, breakthrough happens. It can be very painful, but breakthrough happens. If uncertainty can be so illuminating, it makes me wonder why we as humans are so adverse to it. In fact, in many cases, when we face uncertainty, we feel that things like this, we feel like our safety and our security are at risk. We feel out of control. It's almost like uncertainty is a virus and we've evolved to avoid things that jeopardize our survival, this internal flight or fight instinct. Our potential past traumas are associated with big unknown changes and that's made us even more scared of the unknown. So we could have gone through something that was an unknown and it wasn't a very positive experience and and we remember that. So any other kind of uncertainty that has any level of similarity to the previous uncertainty that was traumatic makes us feel traumatic again. The other thing that makes us kind of averse to uncertainty is that we feel powerless. We are powerless because society makes us feel that if we don't have our stuff together, if we don't have our act together all the time, then it's our fault. So externally, we feel the pressure to have our life in order all the time, like you've just got it all together. The uncertainty of sickness is a good example of this, as it's often seen as a sign of moral or ethical, even spiritual weakness in religious circles, or any kind of circle actually. Rather, we need to extend kindness and gentleness to ourselves and to others in times of uncertainty, whatever the uncertainty is. Internally, uncertainty can make us feel like we have chaos inside of our heads. This is literally because we do have chaos inside of our brains. The brain naturally wants balance and coherence. So when we're afraid of uncertainty, we actually create chaos and incoherence. However, when we embrace being comfortable with not knowing, when you embrace being comfortable with uncertainty, that actually brings coherence and balance to our brains. So fear puts the brains out of balance, whereas embracing the uncertainty brings the brain back into balance. And you want your brain in balance in order to get the wisdom to dive in and find your way through the messiness of the uncertainty. We need to become tolerant of ambiguity. We need to be comfortable. We need to have tolerance and be comfortable standing and being in the mystery of uncertainty. Uncertainty is a mystery. When we do that, when we have tolerance and comfort in mystery, that brings coherence to the brain and the body, which means that we're going to have balance with our neurotransmitters, with the electrical chemical flow, with the way that the genes are expressing, the way that the little neurons are firing, the way that we have neuroplasticity happening in the brain. And this brings peace to our minds. So in the midst of the uncertainty, we can experience levels of peace that are progressive. As I've said already, this is a challenge. I'm not saying this is easy. I know it's hard. 
because we just kind of want to get rid of that ambiguity and uncertainty. As I've said already, we want the formula. We want to know what works. We want someone to tell us that guru, that doctor, that person who's been there before, what is the way out? What is the answer? We want someone to tell us what to do or show us the way. But doing must be supplemented by looking inward, examining, focusing, wondering, asking. You see, you've got to be, which is that inward looking, digging deep that helps you to become tolerant and, and be able to stand in the midst of the mystery, as well as having, as well as the doing part where you start actually taking action steps in the midst of the mystery. So we've got to have the being and the doing. They are compatible. They coexist. Periods of uncertainty are unavoidable. So either we have to learn to love them and look forward to them, or if you fear them, you will feel like you're drowning when they come. And it is possible, believe it or not, to become more comfortable with uncertainty and use it to our advantage. In the way that nausea and sweating and so on is the way that the body actually frees itself from toxic matter, when we embrace our mental pain and accept the uncertainty that comes along with it, that is how we begin to free ourselves from toxic experiences. I mean, I know it sounds so weird, but it's like we have to go through this this muddiness of uncertainty, this nausea, this sweating to eliminate something, to find the way through. It's not uncommon for us to become experts at suppressing the inevitable thoughts with their attached emotions that go along with uncertainty. They're uncomfortable. They make us feel disturbed. We can become pretty good at pushing those down. For example, Maybe you have uncertainty around a mysterious illness in your body and you know you must go through a series of uncomfortable diagnostic procedures. Maybe it feels like there's just no answer. So you almost pretend nothing is wrong and you keep yourself super busy to avoid finding the solution. Or you do as little as possible until your body gets the better of you and then it becomes unavoidable. So we kind of almost kid ourselves. We think, well, if I pretend it's not there, if I suppress it, maybe it will go away. But we need to embrace that disturbance that uncertainty brings. You see, we practice suppressing and we keep practicing suppressing. We can make suppressing a habit. It takes around about 63 days to to build something into a habit, which is about nine weeks. And you may think, oh, well, that's a long time. I don't do that. But if you Every time you feel uncomfortable about uncertainty, which will hit you almost every day, very soon you would have practiced suppressing if you're not facing. You're either facing this challenge of uncertainty and trying to plow your way through, or you're pretending it doesn't exist. I think one of the things that helps us to do this is to realize that it's normal to say things like, uncertainty sucks. This helps me. I hate the feeling of uncertainty. It sucks, but I know how to face it and confront it because I've practiced it. It didn't come easy, but I have trained myself not to suppress. I have practiced. When the uncertainty comes, I express how I feel. It sucks. I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. I express it, but I move forward. Uncertainty sucks. It's awful. You don't want to be in that uncertainty space. But so, but by saying that, by saying it sucks, it's awful, I don't want to be here, you externalize, you get that out and that helps tremendously. It's almost as though you need to give yourself permission to engage in the dark place of uncertainty or you will hold yourself back from moving through the uncertainty. 
Is there something interfering with your happiness? Maybe you just need to talk to someone. I recently discovered Better Help and think they're an amazing solution if you are looking for professional help with your mental health. Better Help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. It's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and financial aid is available. Visit trybetterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's trybetterhelp.com slash Dr. Leaf. And just for my listeners, get 10% off your first month at trybetterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link will also be in the show notes. Let me tell you about my secret weapon for learning new things and getting ahead. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I love Blinkist because in less than 15 minutes, I feel like I can fast track my path to a more intelligent and informed and healthy me. I use Blinkist as part of my daily brain building morning routine, which helps really boost my mental health throughout the day. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. The link will be in the show notes. Uncertainty won't go away. The way we conquer uncertainty is by facing and moving through it. So the longer we leave or put that off, the more difficult it becomes. In fact, you can't even become the highest version of yourself unless you embrace uncertainty because it is the toughness of uncertainty that grows your character. This is why we have to learn to be comfortable with uncertainty and how to take advantage of what may occur and how we may grow during periods of uncertainty. Here are some tips to help you with that. The first tip is practice standing outside of yourself. A way of helping you to do this is to use a technique that I call the call the multiple perspective advantage. It's a fantastic tool. It's literally you standing outside of yourself, observing yourself, thinking and feeling and doing. It allows you to objectify, externalize your, the, the situation, kind of like distancing yourself from the situation in order to get a better perspective. You know, it's kind of like standing back and looking at this thing as though you are looking at it from a distance or through a looking glass or through outside of a, a one-way mirror and you're looking in. Anything, any analogy that helps you. And this better perspective can help you assess your own feelings and emotions when it comes to the uncertainty of what you're facing and find the courage to find a way through. When we immersed in something, like if you're inside of it, it's so hard to see the wood for the trees. And we can just literally drown in those toxic emotions. And that clouds our judgment. Our brain gets incoherent. We have neurotransmitters flowing in the wrong way. 
we have too much high beta activity in the brain, which blocks your ability to really tune in to the wisdom of your non-conscious mind. But by standing back and observing your own thinking, you can change the scenario because it's almost as though you're observing someone else going through the uncertainty. And let's face it, it's far easier to see solutions for someone else than it is for yourself. When you do this MPA thing, when you stand back and observe your own thinking as though you're observing someone else, you actually allow the alpha wave in your brain to really increase in power. And this helps you to access and connect between the non-conscious and conscious mind. And it allows for a freer flow of energy in your brain and neurotransmitters. And that helps you then to introspect and find answers and find the depth of the strength within yourself and find the wisdom that's in yourself. Our brains are designed to respond really well to this powerful self-regulation technique. We're designed to do this. The frontal lobe fires up with lots of good gamma waves and this helps us get clarity and insight into challenging situations in a creative and objective way. And that's what we need with uncertainty. We need creativity and we need objectiveness. This also, this MPA technique, also helps reduce both the physical and the mental discomfort of uncertainty. Great, great way of helping to just get that that discomfort mentally and physically that goes along with uncertainty. Using the MPA, here here are some simple sequential little questions that you can ask yourself to help you as you stand outside of yourself objectively and almost talk to yourself. First question is, ask yourself, how can I help this externalized version of me? You can even visualize yourself sitting with another version of you and helping you. Another question you can ask is, ask yourself, why are you scared? Keep asking why questions until you can't answer them anymore. Write down your reflections together in inverted commas. Use your imagination to see this like a movie. Another thing you can ask yourself is, what is uncertain? And be as specific as you can as you answer, because the more specific you are, the more courage you'll have. The second point, have a game plan. If you start feeling uncertainty, say you're going to do X, whatever that X is. This is like taking a test. You don't know what's going to be asked, but you study broadly enough with good enough mastery so that you're prepared for all eventualities. I would do this all the time. I would never cherry pick and just learn what the teacher had said are maybe the most important things. I would learn everything because then I knew I was prepared for every eventuality. That was my game plan. Try and prepare as broadly as you can for all eventualities related to that particular uncertainty. Because so much in life is unknown, we just have to try and plan for as many outcomes as we can creatively and objectively think about. The good, the bad and the ugly. And that can help reduce our uncertainty and prepare us for as many eventualities as we possibly can. You can also use visualization techniques in this game planning, like imagining you are in a movie and this is a scene that's playing out. Imagine the best and the worst case scenarios and then plan on how you deal with them so that if they do happen, you're not thrown off balance. This is different to positive thinking. You're not pretending that everything will be right. This is actually looking at possibilities. It's looking at the best and the worst case scenarios. It's looking at the different things that could happen. It's almost like you're planning for a stress that's at a number 11. You know, if you had to take take a level of stress from 1 to 10, plan as though, plan these little visual scenes 
these game plans as though they are on an 11. So see like some of the worst things that could potentially happen and then bring it back down to like sevens and eights and sixes and fives. And when you go out there, you've got a game plan for all the, for as many of these different options. As the, as you start diving into the uncertainty, the you've planned, you've had a scenario game plan for the 11. Most of the time it will be around a four or a five. But even if it does, the stress level of the uncertainty gets up to an 11. At least you've had some pre-practice and you've got some wiring in your brain. Now you've got some neural networks that you set up that will kind of help you prepare for that. It's not completely unknown. It may not be exactly the same scenario, but you've had some practice in that direction. I discuss this having this possibilities type mindset where you look at all these possibilities. In my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. You see, the possibilities mindset sees and plans for multiple possibilities in any given situation and is open-minded to shift because if those possibilities don't come up, you have to creatively think of a new one on the spot. It helps us to be prepared for what we're not sure is coming up and then we don't just react impulsively, we react in a more proactive way to the circumstances of life. Looking for the perfect pair of shoes that are comfy, stylish, and good for the planet? Then you need to try Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are made out of recycled plastic water bottles, are fully machine washable, come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns, and they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. I love my Rothy sneakers. They are my go-to travel shoes because they are so comfy and I always get compliments when I wear them. And they have my trendy daughter's stamps of approval. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. Go to rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s dot com slash dr leaf to get your new favorite flats head to rothys.com slash dr leaf today the link will also be in the show notes third thing that you can do is expect good things even though life can be uncertain expecting good things to come out of the unknown increases the chance that these good things do happen There is so much science around this. Our expectations literally can influence the outcomes because we build those into our brain as networks and we act on those and we influence the environment around us. There's a lot of quantum physics research around this. You are the observer and as you choose, you influence outcomes. So by expecting good things as well as like in the previous point, I spoke about planning for all the different scenarios so that you have networks in your brain and you're prepared so you're not going in totally blinded. That makes you strong. Also adding to that, have this expectation of good things to influence what's coming up as well. I call this the expectation mindset and I talk about this in detail in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. The fourth thing you can do is build your brain. Your brain requires growth. It functions at its highest level when it's mentally fit which means you're building memory into the brain. You're taking advantage of the neuroplasticity of the brain. You're learning new information. So as you do that, as you gather more knowledge, as you keep learning, your whole mind, the way you, you think, feel, and choose, and the whole way that your brain operates changes. And it just naturally, your mind and your brain become flexibly, become so much more flexible and so much more resilient. And then we have a lot more strength and ability to deal with uncertainty. You become much more open to change. 
Also, building your brain helps reduce the discomfort of uncertainty by expanding your knowledge base. The more you know, the more comfortable you feel. You are less likely to find things uncertain if you know more about humanity and the world around you. So every day, take the time to build your brain. Listen to podcasts, read books, Google things that interest you, read the news, learn a language, and so on. Try new things, especially new things that challenge you. And I've said this a couple of times. We really, our brains are really designed to be challenged by our mind. This brings you tremendous inner strength. It changes the the chemical and structural nature of the brain. At first, it may be scary, but over time, the scary feeling of being a novice will reduce. Just like exercising, the more you do, the stronger you get. The more you live a life of welcoming the unknown, the less of a threat it will become. The fifth thing you can do is make sure you have moral support. Having someone you trust that you can confide in and ask for advice is so important. I mean, we all know this, especially when you're going through a period of uncertainty. Don't don't try and do this alone. We design for deep, meaningful relationships. We design to connect with others. It's not just about you. It's about you in the world. Not only does connecting with people in this way and getting another perspective help, but you don't feel so alone and so threatened. Uncertainty is very threatening. You can feel very alone and very threatened. And that's why it's really great to connect with others. Make sure you get that moral support. And even talking it through just with someone else just suddenly starts giving you ideas for your for your way, for your first dive in into the uncertainty, trying to find your way through the muddied waters of uncertainty. You could find a therapist, you could get a counselor, it could be a friend or a family member. The big thing is it needs to be a safe space that you can land in, where you feel that you can safely be vulnerable with them. And as you're talking to them, describe the fear that you feel around this uncertainty. Be as specific as possible. Get it out. Externalize it. The sixth thing that you can do is build in mental self-care practices as a priority. For example, like exercise, make it part of your routine, cooking, fun cooking times with your family, doing creative things each week, sleeping more, daydreaming more, so good for your brain, meditation, yoga, those are really healthy, very good focused types of of activities that will really help your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system come online, that will help you make that stress work for you and not against you. These are the kind of things, all these things I'm telling you actually will make 1400 neurophysiological responses work for you and not against you. See, all these things are, all of these steps that I'm giving you, you, you're kind of like an athlete in training, but you're an athlete in mental training. A seventh point is to reconceptualize the situation as a great learning opportunity. So instead of seeing this this uncertainty as something terrible in your life, reconceptualize. Say, it's, it's scary, yes, but I see this as a learning opportunity. That shift in your mindset completely shifts how your physiology, physiology of your body and brain are going to function. Realize that, yes, this too shall pass. While you're going through a period of uncertainty, you can learn so much from it. You can confront through suffering the uncertainty and the stillness of the uncertainty. You can find something that you didn't look for before. And then by making this darkness conscious, you can do something about it. So in essence, you are reframing the fear of uncertainty. My mobile app, Switch, is an amazing tool to help you do what I've just described, to help you reconceptualize in this way, to help you learn from the uncertainty. I also did a podcast on reconceptualizing and I recommend you listen to that as well. Point number eight is get to know your identity, the unique way that you think and feel and choose. 
get to understand and love how you organically evolve in response to the experiences of life. Understanding yourself more is one less thing to be uncertain about. Furthermore, if you don't shape you, society and social media will. And because society shaping you and social media shaping you isn't really you, you will feel even more uncertainty in the midst of uncertainty. However, when you know your mind and when you understand how your mind, which is your thinking, feeling, choosing, works, then you can revert to the comfort of knowing that you may not know what the situation outcome is going to be or the solution or the reason for the whole situation, but you do know you and how you work and how to get best out of you. And you can use that to figure your way forward. To get to know your identity more, I recommend that you do the gift profile in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, and the unique qualitative profile in my book, The Perfect You. They're two sides of a coin and they work together and they're amazing in helping you understand how you uniquely think and feel and choose. In closing, the muddiness of uncertainty is actually illuminating. So instead of fearing uncertainty, we need to embrace uncertainty because we cannot eliminate uncertainty. It's a fact of life. It's here to stay as part of everyday life, whether we like it or not. And so we need to become more comfortable and confident in uncertainty. Here is a quick summary of the eight points that I just mentioned. First of all, practice the multiple perspective advantage, standing outside yourself and observing yourself and having a whole conversation with yourself to get a different angle and perspective. Have a game plan. If you start feeling uncertainty, say you'll do X. This is like taking a test, as I mentioned. Get a broad understanding of the work and then you can go and write the test and you're more confident. Get a broad understanding, game plan, and you'll be more comfortable moving into the uncertainty. Expect good things. Point number four, build the brain, keep learning. Point number five, make sure you have moral support. Point number six, build, men build in mental self-care practices as priorities. Point number seven, reconceptualize the situation as a great learning opportunity. Point number eight, get to know your identity. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual 
medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.